You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. Warning. The views expressed come from men who've spent half their lives in grease-stained overalls, inhaling hazardous fluids. Before taking any advice, consider the source. This program will contain humor of a questionable nature. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far. He'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, gentlemen. My Here word. we go, Stevie. I think uh, I'm not blind. I think the way you, that you yelled <laughs> may have uh, blown away all the snow, and we uh, we only hope this stuff goes away. We did get a whack of white stuff, eh? Yes, we did. Listen, welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. We're coming to you uh, semi-live from uh, Liberty Village, and we welcome your calls throughout the entire hour because we're just nice guys, and especially Al. Dave is on assignment once again. <laughs> we're not going to say where because. The police are looking for him, I think, still. <laughs> no. But I hope everybody has survived uh, this week of driving. Yes, we had a lot been, of white stuff, uh, as a matter of fact. You know what? I had someone in this week, Steve, and, and, and she said, could you check the air in my tires? Okay, I, here we go. Keep, keep a track of this. How I don't, many different dialects he's going to have? Because I, I don't see, I seem to be skidding, and I'm not going anywhere, and it must be because the air is low. I see. I said, no, that's not your problem, Did you look at her tires like that? I, <laughs> anyways, okay, we do have up. Jim Matthews yes. in the second half of the show. The first half of the show, we have Trevor Hutchinson from... Crown. Crown. And uh, this is stuff that you wanted me to do, but go right ahead, Dave. <laughs> so we've got Trevor Hutchison from Crown coming up in about two minutes. Welcome your calls for that. Jim Matthews from Lease Busters in about a half an hour with some interesting stuff of what's Googling the most. So stick around. We welcome your calls. You're listening to who, Al? Dave's Corner Garage with uh, Steve and Al. And Nathaniel and Sebastian, who's smiling. We're all here. Okay, go to make some money here. We're going to be back soon, right? I hope so. After these messages. Goodbye. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And on the weekend, we welcome your calls throughout the entire hour. Exactly. And if you go to our website, davescornergarage.com, you'll see an offer from Crown. But today, Trevor Hutchison from Crown, the Crown Prince, is on with Alan Gelman rolling on camera two for something special for the first half hour. Mr. Hutchison, how you doing, dude? We are doing very well. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. There you go, Al. It's all yours, buddy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Trevor. We talked earlier, and you said you've been shoveling snow for the last couple hours? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You know what's happened is I think my neighbors have realized I was up early enough, and so I could go help a few of them. Ah. Now, did they manage with your generosity? Uh, usually when I did that, I would uh, ask for coffee with a little... Bailey's in it. I found that always helped when the back gave out about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, the antifreeze. Uh, I, would ha- I would have to say my neighbors have been very generous this morning. <laughs> See, oh, that could explain that laugh right now. 
Are, 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 we, on, are we on the show yet? Okay. No. Uh, Trevor, you know, a lot of people think, though, because it's already snowed, and, you know, uh, certainly I can tell you that, you know, when they come in this time and they, can I come in for my tires today? A, see, there's uh, another voice. You know, I go, like, what were you thinking? It's, but, but the truth is, it's not too late to do their applications, is it? No, and, and that's that's exactly what happens, and, and specifically in certain parts of the province, like up in Ottawa, uh-huh. once it starts to snow and people figure the snow's down now for the season, it's like, oh, I'm too late, or I'll, I'll wait till next year, or I'll wait till the spring. Uh, the, the fact is, is that although it takes a little bit longer to do the job, you know, once it, it kind of gets mucky out there, it's still really important. Matter of fact, it's probably more important that you get it done. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, if, if people go in and their car is, you know, caked with ice and snow underneath, you guys have to prep it. You have to clean it, right? And there's no extra charge for that. Nope. No, nope. we, we clean it off, and it, it's just going to take a little bit longer. And as it gets colder, mm-hmm. uh, like I'll give you an example. I was in Winnipeg this week at one of our shops. <laughs> Poor guy. And Win- <laughs> Winnipeg was a little cooler than it is here. But it's a dry and, cold, right? Oh, you know, that's what people say. It still feels like a punch in the stomach when you walk yeah. outside when it's that cold. But what happens to the vehicle is that uh, besides it taking longer just to get it started is that when the metal on the vehicle is so cold Uh is that you need to let it acclimate a little bit to get to a more moderate temperature because much like our skin having pores, metal has pores. And when it's cold, they're, they're closed up and you just won't get enough product on the vehicle. Hmm. So it actually, and and this is where, where you've always said, like come summertime when people see it bleeding, well, you know it's working. It it has to creep. It has to, and it can only creep when it's warmed up. Absolutely, and that's why we heat the product when we apply it. Mm-hmm. Is so that it'll it'll creep better because really that's what you're looking to do is to to get it to penetrate into the the seams and crevices. And so at this time of year, when people call up, we just let them know that it they're going to need to allow a little bit more time mm-hmm. uh, and and get the job done properly. That's an interesting point. Like, how long typically does it take to get your car done? Normally, if, if you have uh, one technician working on it, the average car is about an hour. Uh, there, there's some vehicles, like, for instance, you know, minivans, uh, some of the pickup trucks, because we need to remove the rear tail lights, and the time to do all that takes a little bit longer, whereas if you were doing Chevy Cruises all day long, uh, they don't take quite as long, but generally an hour. Al didn't want to mention this, but one of his grandkids was asking uh if the sleigh comes by with a guy in a red suit, does he have to wait a little bit longer or what? No, he probably gets passed right through, and it'll probably be done fairly expediently. Okay, because Norad was worried about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you were gonna I ask didn't know about- I get that special treatment. Yeah, yeah little bit on, a little bit on the runners, and away you go. So if you have a question for Trevor while we've got him on for the next uh, 20 minutes, give us a call. And, Trev, you got a special uh, little, little Christmas giveaway for people who call in. That's right. So we're going we're gonna to be giving away, uh, at your discretion, gentlemen, uh, a free application to one of your callers. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else that calls in is going to get a uh, coupon or a gift certificate that will give them $50 off wow. uh, any, any crown treatment. And, uh, Steve, how do they get that? I don't, I don't know how I want Jeff's Well, you go to Dave's Corner Garage, of course. <laughs> well, you can go to davescornergarage.com, look for the crown uh, $10 off coupon there, and uh, you got a chance for that as well. But more importantly, throughout the hour, as Trevor said and Al will remember, 
when you call in, you qualify to win some stuff. And uh, Trevor, you're going to stick around with us for a while? A- absolutely. All Perfect. Right. So if you've got a rust-proofing question, if you've got a mechanical question, if you've got uh, problems with your... Don't go there. You've got an itch. Um, Steve can answer those questions, too. Thank you very much, Al, for putting me out in the snow and throwing a bus underneath me. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're under control, but we got to go. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we're taking your calls throughout the hours. We do every time we're on with you guys. Exactly. We're and here for mechanical questions. You know, if your car won't start or if it's making a weird noise, we've got the answer for your you. Your wife's going to be very happy because I'm going to let you talk more today. <laughs> I hear you, Mrs. Gelman. It's fine by me. I don't know if she's listening. She's, sure she is. Uh, or shopping. You think? I No, whatever. not shopping this morning. All right, we still have Trevor on the line from uh, from Crown, and we've got some questions coming in for you, Trevor. So uh, exactly, put, we've that got special, some... put that special coffee down. and uh... We've got some specific questions <laughs> pertaining to Crown Rest Protection. Uh, first one is Ron in Guelph, who's got a question about whether he should get it done or not. Ron? Hello there. Hey there. All right. I just got him out in the country here. I'm just going to pull over for a second here. Mm-hmm. I don't have uh, Bluetooth in this new car I bought. Okay, long and short of it, I just bought a 99 Dodge Neon. My other Neon was uh, crowned all the time, but unfortunately somebody wanted to uh, put their Ford truck in my back seat. Oh, um, I hate when that happens. Yeah, well, I was pretty upset about it, too. When so you bought insurance. another Neon? I did. I love it. It's a two-door RT. Oh, the racing one. So what's your question there, buddy? Um, now, this one, the body looks great on it. Um, so far, I've been underneath the car. There was one small hole underneath the driver's seat. Can I ask the guy at the crown, my crown guy, can they spray extra? Is it worthwhile spraying more on it if it's never been done before? Trevor, it's all yours, buddy. Um, Ron, what, what you probably wouldn't spray more on it. What we would probably do is we'd want to take a look at it based on the age of it, get it up on a hoist. And um, you know where our shop is on Massey Road in Guelph there? I'm there all the time. I got three vehicles. (laughs) Okay. So so if you talk to Bob or Steve, get them to put it up on a hoist for you, take a look at it. Normally what we would do on a vehicle, say that's a number of years old, that maybe has a little bit of surface rust, is we would spray it now. We'd put a note on uh, on your file and tell you to come back probably in about four to six months. And what we would do is we'd probably retreat uh, just the chassis again. Because what okay. happens, it's a little bit like painting. Just putting more paint on a wall doesn't give you better coverage. In this case, though, what will happen is the frame is likely to suck up some of the product. And that's what we want it to do. We want it to penetrate through whatever surface rust is there to protect yep. the metal. But it will tend to look dry within a number of months because of it being absorbed into the frame. So it would be better to have it just touched up. It would take, you know, probably take 20 minutes when you come back, but that's a much better way of doing it. All right, Ron, thanks for calling in with that. want to wish you a happy holiday. But I'm thinking he got to fix the hole in the floor first, eh? He would definitely have to fix the <laughs> hole. A good idea. Yeah, because Buddy's <laughs> underneath with the hose, eh? And he's spraying her, and I'm giving her. <laughs> You'd have a heck of a job cleaning that car. I, I I know you guys clean people's cars afterwards, eh? But but, we, but preferably we, we just to do the outside, right? Make work projects either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You end, up, you end up giving the guy a shower. All right, we got Lorene calling in from Bob Cajun. She's wanting to know about Crown. What can we do for you, Lorene? Lorene? 
Oh, Lorraine's gone. Lorraine's gone. She's playing some tragically hip right now. <laughs> no, I'm here. Oh, there oh excellent. Go, Go ahead, ahead dear. What's your question then? Uh, just wondering, like, if I didn't get the car crashed. Oops. All right, we'll get her back later on. Technical difficulties yeah, Lorraine, are sometimes sorry permanent we've lost here. You. You're welcome to call back if you like. Uh, you know what? We're going to go to Art next, and Toronto's got a question as well. Art, what can we do for you today? Yeah, I had my uh, vehicle done here a little better than a year ago. Uh-huh. And the, the guy said, and I looked at it, and I said, how come you don't do around the fender skirts? He said, we don't do that. We just do the other part of the body. You're talking about the defender liners themselves, eh? Yeah. Why, why don't they do that? I don't know. Trevor? Oh, I think we've lost Trevor as well. All right. Well, listen, Art. Well, if- the only thing I'm going to think about, just to, to give you a quick answer there, because a lot of these fender liners now are made out of plastic or, or polymer, yeah. um, which obviously aren't going to, uh, they're not going to rust. Um, but certainly the lip around the fender where that is painted, I was ima- I would imagine that they put some paint down there. Well, we'll try and but, get... Well, well get let's the, see if we can get Trevor we'll, back, and yeah. uh, we'll find out, professionally speaking. Here he goes. That's voice number four so far. <laughs> yeah, we've got, obviously, with the, the weather being the issue, uh, like almost like another cable company, Rogers, being slow. Uh, we're having some glitches here, but we'll get Sebastian to blow up the board and uh, reset it. We'll take your calls throughout the hour, and, and that we'll lady talk who more. was in Hooterville, I was thinking, remember that old show? Don't. They used to have to crawl up the telephone pole I'm not to make a there. phone call. More calls Ollie, from you Ollie, on Dave's Corner Garage Ollie. right after this. Roger, Apollo, we've uh, landed. We're okay, back. We're back, and uh, the hydro's still on. Exactly. Dave's Corner Garage, and okay, I'll give it to uh, Mr. Uh, Trevor Hutchison, and then uh, that question. Yeah, that. Trevor, I don't know if you heard Art prior to the break, but Art was calling because. He was getting his newer car sprayed. Some He was at a crown dealer and getting it applied. And he noticed that they really weren't spraying a whole lot in the fender wells themselves. Um, and he asked them, how come you guys don't spray the fender liners? Well, right. And, and so a lot of the new fender liners are all plastic. And so the, the product won't do anything to help plastic. Uh, matter, matter of fact, uh, what we're looking to when they spray the vehicle, we even have a little video that's on our website that Mm -hmm. kind of shows that is usually, unless there's any metal molding to trim that, you won't usually see the fender wells being done specifically on newer vehicles. The older vehicles still have a lot of metal inside the fender wells, but many of the newer ones don't. Question though, I mean, because, but you do have that lip, you know, of the, of the fender, um, so obviously that must get sprayed somehow. Yeah. The lip is always done on that. All right, super. So basically, you know, of course, you want, you're going to address any part that has a chance of corroding, but a piece of, yeah. made out of plastic or fiberglass, we're going we're to try to avoid. Yeah, and if there's metal backing, like, you know, sometimes even in vehicles that are made of uh, composite materials and that, they'll still have uh, metal backing. And so if we can access it, that, that's what we want to spray, because if moisture can get in, it can start to corrode. So that's what we want to try to treat. All right, super. We've got Lorene back. We had lost her earlier. She's calling from Bob Cage. And Lorene, what can we do for you? I'm just wondering if it'd be all right to leave the car in the garage for the winter and have it uh, crown treated in spring. Okay, good question. Trevor? Yeah, ab- absolutely it is. Now, the question I'll ask you, Lorene, are, are you on a new vehicle warranty with us? No. Okay. So if, if you're not on a vehicle warranty, how old's your vehicle? It's a 2015 2050 and have you ever had it sprayed before yes i had it done last year okay um, and it was also in the garage all last winter too okay and what, what time of year did you have it sprayed i've been in the fall okay 
So, you know, a couple things to consider is that you do definitely have a warranty with us. And so to maintain your warranty, you need to have it sprayed within 13 months of your anniversary date. Um, so that's one consideration to, to maintain that warranty. The other part of it is, is that if uh, it's better for you personally, um, what you may want to do is contact our shop owner uh, and and talk to them about it. They'll be able to tell you exactly not only when it was sprayed, uh, check your warranty information. And what we may be able to do is to, to help you out to move you into the springtime. All right, Lorraine. Okay. Thanks very much for calling. Thank you. Enjoy Bob Cajun and happy holidays to you. There you go. We're going to move to Fort Erie next and speak to Victor, who's calling in. Vic, what can we do for you? A couple or three questions. Okay. Well, I don't know if we got time for three, but but give us one anyways. Yeah, because unfortunately the uh, the connection's really bad. So uh, go ahead. Great snow day. Yeah. Enjoy it. Anyhow, uh, I've got a 16 Ford truck, and I had it done in the fall, but I like to do it in April. Is that okay? Will that keep me in warranty? Oh, it'll definitely keep you in warranty. Matter of fact, that is absolutely the best time of year to spray it as well. Um, Dale, when we get out of this winter, and there's a couple advantages for you, is that, one, that when the moisture content goes up, uh, when it gets cold, we get a few more degrees colder, Corrosion is almost dormant, but in the spring when it warms up, that is the best time to treat your vehicle. The other advantage for you is is that very often in the spring, we'll do a desalting and the the corrosion control treatment, Uh, and usually the packages that we offer are very favorable, Uh, certainly a lot more incentives than we would in the fall. Okay. All right, Vic, thanks for calling in with that. And uh, where's the the dealer in, in Fort Erie? Do you know, Trevor? Yeah, we have one. It's it's funny. We got a, a near the racetrack or what? <laughs> he is pretty close to the racetrack. Just imagine um, that. How I knew that. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's 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 a family run business that has been there for I don't want to say decades, but been there certainly for decades, and they do a fantastic job. And he's located right on right on Garrison, which is, if you know, Fort Erie is kind of the main drag there. Well, speaking about close to the border, though, um, you guys are in the, in New York State as well, correct? Yeah, we've uh, we've been down in the states for about five years now, and we're up to twenty two, twenty three uh, crown centers between New York State, Pennsylvania, and we have a couple in Michigan. But we, we expect on, we get, like our shop in Fort Erie, our shop in Niagara Falls for years mm-hmm. has had people coming across the border. I was going to ask you, do they come for cross-border spraying there, you know? They, they, well, they do. I mean, the difference in the Canadian dollar uh, and, and the service really? that's offered, because it, it's funny, they, on the Buffalo side of it, they, they do not have the same type of, rust protection offered or even the idea of maintenance a lot of what's done is done at the dealership Mm -hmm. and they do a kind of a one-time shot and that's it so there was a big demand down there and so we've opened up uh you know an office down there and a warehouse down there but you actually had people coming in from like fort erie and buffalo to come in across the border and get their cars done 
Oh, absolutely. But we even have people coming out of, um, say, Syracuse. Like if they're planning to go up to Kingston, it's amazing how far people will go. So if you're going, if you're coming up from Syracuse, just as a what if, you get your car crowned and then you go back to the border, what what happens when the custom officer says, anything to declare? Yeah, I got sprayed. And they went, okay, you're done. <laughs> yeah, they got a well, sniffing dog. And then he sees that stuff dripping in the bottom of your fenders. He says, what do you mean you got nothing to declare? <laughs> it's just a bit of crown. Well, it looks like Bailey's that's coming out of your car. It looks- <laughs> you know what? I got an interesting question here, and I just want to get it before the break, Trevor. Uh, there's a fellow calling in. You know, we talked earlier about you don't spray inside the fenders because the parts are plastic now. Now, here's a fellow who's calling in. Lou is calling from King City, and he's got a Corvette. Now, do yep. they need to be sprayed or what? Um, they do. But again, you know, the body of that is fiberglass, right? But the the chassis, you would certainly spray. And there are, uh, there are areas uh, inside that have metal backing mm-hmm. that we would also spray. But it, you're absolutely right. It is sprayed differently than a normal vehicle well because done, of Al. fiberglass. So, yeah. Trevor, as far as the new cars that are coming out right now, with the with the metals changing, what are you laughing about, Gilman? Go ahead, go ahead. With the metals changing, or as Al would say, metallurgy, <laughs> what, uh, are you seeing different ways of Crown has to change their applications at all? Uh, in some ways, absolutely. Um, one of the biggest challenges is, like, for instance, um, you know, Ford bringing out, say, their aluminum body. Right. Mm-hmm. The the challenge is, is that you still have steel components. And, and anytime you have dissimilar metals, that means steel. Uh, that's not the same as the other. Eh? It's Steve, okay. I just yeah, want to explain that to you. That's right. A couple that's of metals right. like ones. Translate to English. For <laughs> more. Hey, 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 don't jump in and help more. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'll come in and smack you. <laughs> All right, listen, just because you said that, we're actually going to keep you on for a See, little bit See, what happens, eh, when you got the similar metals, a. you got you got electricity happening, and then you get extra corrosion. There's voice and number then six. The, the salt, it, it, it's a hell of a soup there that makes, you know, and it's it, you got to get it sprayed. All right, Trevor, stay with us. Mrs. Gelman's uh, phoning in right now, giving him something. Uh, we'll take more of your calls. We'll announce a winner before the hour. Mm-hmm. And then before, 11, before the end of this show, actually, we're going to have Jim Matthews on from Lease Busters to run through some of the top 10 Google things that go on and who they're looking for most, the kind of models at Lease Busters. All right. So stick around. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're taking your calls about rust proofing and anything else that's gone wrong with your clunker. Exactly. And, and uh, uh, Lou's called in just a couple minutes ago. He's called in from King City. He's got re- a Corvette. Do you realize you, you shocked Lou because you're going to talk to him and he's hanging out the dry right now? Well, he wondered, am I, am I on? Lou, Lou it's your turn. Over. Yes, uh, you kind of answered my question. But uh, I, I have the car in the garage, and uh, should I still oil it in the spring, I guess? Uh, and is any uh, uh, garage uh, knows how to spray the Corvette, or do you have to go to a specialized garage? There you go. Get it sprayed. Trevor? Okay. So, yeah, thanks for calling, Lou. Uh, the nice thing about the Corvette is the Corvette is a, a fairly straightforward vehicle to spray, because of what we can spray on it that'll give you a benefit. So uh, you've, got a, you've got a couple of shops around you. You've got one over in Aurora. You've got one down in Vaughan and then one up in Newmarket um, that I'd, I'd have no problem sending it any one of them. But definitely in the spring. Lou, how old's your Corvette? 
Lou? Oh, Lou's gone. We seem oh. to have lost Lou. Lou's in the snowbank. Hopefully he's safe. Uh, well, we'll get. We'll try and get him back on the air. Yeah, well, it's I guess live it, radio. You got to love live radio when <laughs> things run so smoothly. So if if Lou's Corvette is new and as he said, it's in the garage now. You're you're suggesting just to leave it in the garage till the springtime. You got it absolutely. And and if it, if it happens to be an older one and he's never had anything done before, it, it, it's the same thing as the gentleman up in Guelph. Is mm-hmm. we'd want to get it up in a hoist and kind of show him if there is any surface rust at all. Or sometimes people with with collector cars that they park for the winter sometimes what they do is they have some parts of the frame painted in that Mm -hmm. it we like to kind of educate people and show them what's going on and show them how we're trying to help them in maintaining their vehicle so the the visual is is far more impactful than just explaining it to someone over the phones we like to get them in and show them the other thing that i noticed from lou's question here you know he was concerned because he had a corvette and and it's a different kind of car um there's lots of different kinds of cars out there and and um i just wanted to explain to the listeners quickly how you guys train your people and how you have books and 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 because they have to know how to do each one specifically they they absolutely do we we figure there's about 1300 different model types Mm -hmm. That are out there now. Having said that, probably ninety-five percent of them would fall under what we would consider a standard application pattern for us. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that other five percent where you get vehicles like uh, like a Jaguar, for instance. Right. Some of the Jaguars have this hidden box section underneath uh, some of the seats, and it was a corrosion issue. So how would you know about that? Well, it is. It, it's pretty tough to find if you're not familiar with the vehicles. And so what we do as part of our training program for our dealers is we have annual seminars that they're required to come into with their technicians to be updated. But we also have a really good online site, which gives our dealers access to this database of vehicles and where to access them, how to spray them and, and areas of concern. And I'll give you an example of an area of concern is that, for instance, uh, on a lot of the Ford vehicles now, they have this EVAP sensor above the fuel tank. Yes, I'm familiar with that. I'm sorry right. to hear about that. So this is a real area of problem because what happens is you get any dirt or particles in there and you'll get the code that'll go off. Mm-hmm. But we've instructed our dealers to talk to customers that have the Ford vehicles and let them know that's an area that we won't be spraying. Cool. So in other words, a little bit is good. A lot is not necessarily better. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay, Trevor, we have a winner. Nice. And the gentleman's name is Robert. He called in from North York. So what does he win? He wins a well, free we application. We're going to give him a free application. All right. At any one of our crown centers. Perfect. Oh, I thought it was an employment application because you guys were looking well, for people to, 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 to spray. We're looking for people, and we will be more than happy to take a, <laughs> maybe take over a Maybe over the holiday season, we can put Al up in the hoist, and you can spray him. Hey, hey get away from me with that. <laughs> Listen, well, Trevor, I thanks. I would, I would be fantastic. Yeah, be, I don't want to rule any video on that. Listen, thank you very much. All the best for the holiday season to you and to Freeman, everybody else up there at uh, yeah. Crown, and uh, we'll talk to you the new year. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Have a great holiday season, and enjoy the weekend, everybody. Remember, use your knees to lift that snow, eh, Trev? (laughs) I will, thanks. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be talking to Jim Matthews after the break, and uh, your calls, too. We'll be right back. 
And the sleigh's rolling in, and here we are. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage with Alan Gelman. Dave is uh, somewhere getting warm, and we hate him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have on the line uh, the president and CEO of Lease Busters is Jim Matthews. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you? Hey, not too bad. What's happening? Uh, we're having fun here in the studio, and, um, you know, we we're glad that you're along with us. You guys have just posted a list of the top ten cars that are searched on your website. In other words, what are people looking for? And uh, here, number one on the list is Honda Civic. Jimmy, why are they looking for Honda Civics? Well, Honda Civics are the most popular vehicle in Canada, and mm-hmm. uh, they remain to be popular here. Yeah, and actually, the, and the second one on the list, I see, because so obviously people aren't just looking for cars, but well, the second, number two, is the F-150. Exactly. The, the F-150 is like the family car of the, of the new millennia. Okay. Jim, we want to sort of do a little twist because we all, you know how well we follow format here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you've developed the top 10 list of searches within Lease Busters. Why don't we do like Letterman and start from number 10 and work your way up? Sure. Go ahead. Number 10, the Ford Escape. So the Ford Escape is is a little CUV that's extremely popular, Mm -hmm. and they can come in two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive configuration, and it's, it's a great vehicle. Cool. Number nine? Porsche 911. Nice. Now, now this is an anomaly because they are probably uh, one of the lowest selling cars because they're they're very expensive. Mm -hmm. Having said that, a lot of people want to know how much they are. So they search them. They don't necessarily buy them or lease them, but they search them. Oh, so this isn't necessarily the deals that actually go through. This is primarily just the searches then. What people are searching for. Number, uh, Number eight. Honda CRV and Mazda 3 are tied. Whoa. So these are very popular vehicles. Again, uh, you know, Honda always does a great job. People are wanting to, wanting to get into them. And Mazda 3, very economical and wonderful little car. Al, did you want to go for the countdown? I know you I like sharing with you. No, I was just looking at the list <laughs> primarily to, to see, for example, you know, you got the Corvette, you got the Porsche. I'm wondering how often, you know, this is a car where people think that they want one, maybe get one, get their thrills, and maybe only after a year or two want to get out of them. And, and that's true. And people can do that. With a lease takeover, they can drive, lease them new, and then list them with us and get rid of them after a year. Wow. And, and there's lots of people that'll take them over. Now, we talked earlier about, um, you know, is every company, you know, quick and easy to deal with? And you were saying not necessarily so. Well, so, some are easier than others. As I mentioned to you, Porsche Canada Finance, they don't want their leases taken over. They want people to lease a new one, mm-hmm. and they discourage the takeover. Now, okay. how they do that is by insisting that the original lessee, that their covenant remains on the lease. And that means that they, they're actually a co-signer. And therefore, people are discouraged to do that. So not too many leases are taken over. Mm, okay. Other companies like General Motors, Ford, Honda, Toyota, they encourage it because often people will, take, will get out of their lease and then lease a brand new one. Generally speaking, when people are doing a lease takeover, what, how many, what's the average age of the car and, and mileage that people are usually looking at? The sweet spot is anywhere between 24 and 30 months. Well, cars so, still like new. Well, absolutely. It's just like leasing a new car, except you don't have to have a long term. Mm-hmm. Jim, do you find that at this time of the year that people may take, will look at maybe a short-term lease, maybe four or five months, get through the wintertime? They would love to do that, but most leasing companies will discourage or will not allow 
a vehicle to be taken over that's that's less than six months old. So with that said, they have to you know get something that's a little bit longer. So say seven to twelve months. Yeah, but you and could, that is popular too. Yeah, but but you could have a car, for example, that's almost at the end of its lease and and only has six months left. You could take over that kind of car, could you not? You could if the leasing company allows it. Okay, that's, that's the challenge because what they want is that used car, and they want that used car to remain at the dealer. That way, they have a primary a, a prime used car that they can sell and put in their used car department. Now, um, you know, people have to the cars have to be certified when they get transferred that way. They don't have to be technically certified to transfer the ownership because the ownership remains in the leasing company's name. Okay, okay. What has to be done, though, is an inspection just to make sure that there's no surprises. Well, and and that's primarily to help the, the person who's taking over, just in the yeah. same way as if you're yeah. buying the car. you got to make sure that uh, because you are ultimately now, because the, the covenant does switch to you, Ultimately, you are responsible for this car in the end, correct? Exactly. As soon as I sign that lease, it stops becoming your lease and starts becoming mine. Right. So, for example, even if that car was in an offender bender or, or you know, has a lot more wear showing on it, you're going to be responsible for that down the At road. At the end of it, absolutely. Right. So that's peace of mind for everybody. Exactly. And, yeah. and, that's, and that's why we encourage it, and it's on our process checklist, too. Oh, and oh, so you do help people out, like when you say your process list. Well, we have a we have a checklist that we want buyers and sellers to have a have a copy of and follow, literally to the letter. All right, super. And if they don't, they're going to make a mistake. And <laughs> if you want to find out more about uh, getting into a lease, getting out of one, go to their website, leasebusters dot com, and you'll find some tremendous information. And also, you can give them a call if you have any questions, which is a real good connection between yourself and uh, and the guys at Leasebusters and ladies. What's the phone number, Jimmy? 888-357-2678. All right. Super. Well, thanks for calling in. Happy holidays. Best of the holidays to you. Now the time to go back and shovel the driveway again. <laughs> Make sure you stretch, young man. Exactly. you got to play hockey on Wednesday. Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> Wrong day. <laughs> all right, buddy. Have a good weekend, and, uh, and happy holidays from all of us here at the garage. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a few more minutes. You've got a car care question? Oh, we've got Scott in Hamilton and Robert in North York. We're going to get to your calls right after this break. Welcome back to the final few minutes. I know parting is such sweet sorrow. Uh, this is Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, you can go on our website, davescornergarage.com, and look for yet another offer from Crown. Mm-hmm. We want to thank everybody who uh, called in for Crown. We'll have Trevor back on in the new year as well. And we're uh, going to go to Scott Hamilton. I promised we take his call. He uh, wants to talk about his Kia van. Scott, what can we do for you? Yes, uh, I'm looking to buy a, a new Kia van. Okay. Sedona, yes. Uh, the LX. I just want to get your opinion. Uh, what kind of a record do they have? Are they a good van? Or? I don't I see any a, big I issue. Right now. Okay. I, 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 would, I think I'd put them on par. I, there's probably going to be people out there who may not like that answer, but I, I would think they're pretty much the same. Um, you know, there's lots of good value in, in the Korean vehicles, whether it's the Hyundai or the Sedona. I don't know that they're the car that I'd want to keep forever, but I'd probably tell the same thing with people with a Dodge. You know, like get rent, you know, lease it or buy it when it's new. Uh, take good care of it. You want to do? You do want to get it sprayed, okay? That's the one downside I've seen on the Korean vehicles. They tend to rust a little bit quicker than the other ones, um, so I, I'd want to get it sprayed. And it's going to add value to it, anyways, down down the road when you want to do get rid of it. But again, I would keep it maybe for three, four, five years at best, and then maybe if you liked it, hey, buy another one. But uh, I don't know if I want to keep it forever. How's that? 
That's now okay. They're offering a ten-year warranty with them. Well, keep in mind it's a, it's 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 a mechanical stuff that's not wear and tear. Okay, so um, and, and then you you want to read the fine print on the warranty because a lot of times people think it's bumper to bumper. Um, it's no. not absolutely everything, eh? It, it, it'll cover some hard parts on the engine and maybe part part of the transmission. Um, yeah. The other part of that thing too is that you got to, in a lot of cases, again, you got to follow the the recommendations. And if they suggest, for example, you know that you may have to go back to the dealership for all the service work, uh, you may or may not like that. I'm not sure. So again, you want to follow the fine print. Yeah, I realize. Yeah, that that could be. A, well, it's. It's three years bumper to bumper, uh-huh. and, and then it's uh, then it goes up. To- well, yeah, but you know, not a lot go wrong with the bumpers, eh? No. You're so Canadian today. <laughs> I'm not going around the bumpers. If I can just uh, jump in for a second, and I'm going to anyways. Uh, if you get a chance to, when you do get back home later on today, go to go to Kia's website, uh, Kia.ca. There is some phenomenal information that may help you, even yeah. though you've consulted with Alan Gelman, who has a garage, and it's very astute. But Kia.ca will give you some really clear ideas of what's available and uh, and take it from there. All right, Scott. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. You're Oski very welcome. Wee Wee. Oski he, oh my God! He's from Hamilton, eh? Um, and, 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 and then if you go to the, the DCG, the DCG website, he can get a discount That's on the Crown. Voice number eight today. <laughs> Dave'sCornerGarage.com. You'll see our somewhat antiquated but crowned uh, Santa with uh, his reindeer. You know, we, we we got a young fellow in the studio today. His name is Nathaniel, and he uh, wanted to come and watch us professionals here at work. And uh, I hope we're we're doing a good job. He's still we, Steve, looking for think? them. Nathaniel, you you got a car outside. What kind of car is it? I have a uh, 2012 Nissan Versa. And uh, how do you like it? I'm loving it. You know, it's a small hatchback, but it's definitely spacious on the inside. But you know, once I get the snow tires on there, it's uh, it really treks through the uh, the city snow conditions quite well. So you knew you got to put on winter tires. Yeah, you know, I uh, as soon as I got the car, I was like, you know what, I uh, I got to invest in some snow tires, and you know, they they've saved me a couple times. That's for sure. That's a smart kid. Well, you know what? I still see a lot of people with uh, driving around without snow tires, winter tires. You sorry. know, we we do including get, me today. <laughs> we do get tired of hearing people say you don't really need them. Uh, if you know how to drive, like, what are the rest of the... Uh, I don't know, but I was I saw on the uh, on YouTube this mm-hmm. week, this poor guy, and what I won't name the brand of the car because it doesn't really matter. He was trying to go up Avenue Road just south of St. Clair, mm-hmm. and it, he didn't move. There were cars around him. The buses weren't even going. Right, and when the people did pass him by, they told him that he was number one. I get that. You get that? I really do. That's actually almost funny. <laughs> the one thing, too, though, I, you know, I, I had to tell my own kid because people think that you know, once I get my winter tires, the car's going to drive like brand new um, and go through anything. And I had to say, yes, you know, we did put them on, and the car will drive better, but it's not going to mar- miraculously melt the snow on the road. You still have to slow down. It's very true. I mean, you see, everybody who's listening right now knows that you're guilty of it, too, once in a while, trying to drive like you normally do in summer conditions. But it's it's the slush when you're changing lanes. That is challenging. Exactly. 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 And uh, how often do you take it in for service, Nathaniel? Uh, I like to take it in every, I guess, five to six months, something like that, maybe around that time. I can't, I mean, recently, definitely it was, it's been recent, but I, I can't remember the exact time between each each service. And, uh, and do you have uh, tire pressure monitors in that car? Ooh. Uh, good question. Okay. Oh. 
Good question. Well, if you don't you have win. electronic tire pressure monitors, then you have to be the tire pressure monitor. Yeah, I definitely, I don't think it does. Okay. I don't think it does. There you yes. go. And these are important things that I don't know if anybody taught you, kid. But yep. you got to check the fluid levels on a regular basis. You got to check the air in the tires. And really, all kidding aside, because we are serious here most of the time, you really should have some kind of an emergency kit in your car. Oh, a shovel, do. sand. Well, you pass, Nathaniel. You can stay. And also, what I pr- prescribe, a little box of turtles. Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> like the chocolate ones? Well, no. The ones you see at Ripley's Aquarium, goof. <laughs> and what do you do with them? Oh, you eat them. So if you're stuck in the snow and you're waiting for the snow truck, the, the snow plow like to come. Like CAA to arrive, you pop a few and you're warm. Oh, you know what? And, and that's a, perf- uh, a good thing as well. Uh, what are you CAA- laughing about, Sebastian? It's true. CAA, good, good idea to get a membership if you're not. It's, it's quite inexpensive. You use them once a year. Uh, you pay for itself, and uh, you know how often do people, you know, run out of gas, run out of air That's in their why tires. Use uh, no, it, it is important. Is uh, kid, kidding around that we do? Um, I know we get calls at the shop lots of times where I'm stranded, um, and this is where it's it's really good to have. It's important. You got to make sure you got gloves in there and a scarf, and uh, no Mickey's at all. They're not allowed. And uh, just really take it easy because uh, we want to have you back next year. We want to thank Trevor Hutchison, who called in from Crown, as well, Jim Matthews from Lease Busters. Al, I know your wife is listening going, he's still talking. <laughs> so if you want to say anything to the little people that are listening out there, go right ahead. Uh, I want to thank Nathaniel for coming down. And, Thanks so uh, much, guys. You're very welcome. And uh, hopefully he'll have a, uh, a future in radio. That's voice number 22 today. <laughs> Sebastian, thanks for sitting behind the board and uh, trying Doing to understand Doing a great us. job as usual and explaining to why we lose calls on a regular basis. But, uh, you know, you got to read the owner's manual, eh? Okay, here comes Santa Sleigh. We're going <laughs> to say goodbye and Happy New Year, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. 